In today's show, I'll be sharing with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week, including the SEC, CPI, and a strong rebound. Also in today's show, Tether CTO clarifies $1 billion USDT mint on Ethereum is for chain swaps. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin to fight against European challenges as Europe grapples with conflicts, migration, and government overreach. We'll also be discussing the Binance CEO CZ responds to data points to billions in exchange outflows. We'll also be discussing breaking news, Spurbank, Russia's biggest lender to offer crypto asset trading services starting this month. Also, El Salvador will be debt-free in 2030 with Bitcoin mining, says Max Kaiser, the chairman of Volcano Energy. In fact, in a recent interview, he shares the following bold prediction. By 2030, the market capitalization of Volcano Energy and the GDP of El Salvador will both reach $50 billion as we expand geothermal mining and the price of Bitcoin skyrockets to $1 million per coin. It is a mathematical certainty. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone tuning in. This is pod episode number 1310. I'm your host, JV. Today is June 12, 2023. Let's start with the market watch. We got Bitcoin correcting down 0.4%, trading just above 25800 at the time of this live stream. We have Ether down 1%, trading just above $1,700, while XRP, Cardano, and Polkadot are in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The crypto market cap is currently sitting just above a trillion dollars. With about $31 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, Bitcoin dominance has been on the climb, currently at 47.7%, with the Ether dominance on the decline at 19.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have SUI up about 10%, trading at $0.66, cents, followed by Cosmos up 5%, trading at $8.74, followed by Aptos up 4%, trading at $6.24. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past Last week, SUI is also leading the pack up almost 10% with some of the biggest losers, including Hex down 6% and RPL down 7%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, you can see we're currently still stuck in neutral, rated a 47 for the day, the same as yesterday. Last week was a 53 and last month a 58 which is neutral. So there you have it. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and discuss the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. And welcome to each and every one of you just tuning in. I have my eyes on the live chat. Yeah, so first and foremost, the first thing to keep your eyes out on is Bitcoin losing its key trend line, but some remain bullish. That's right. That's right. Bitcoin's price closed the weekly candle in a disappointing position thanks to last minute downside wiping value from the crypto as a whole. The removal of various alts by certain trading platforms concerned about U.S. legal ramifications sent the prices tumbling. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one day candle chart. And in doing so, Bitcoin locked out the 200 week moving average as support, quoting Rack Capital. 
A Bitcoin weekly candle close below the 200-week moving average could confirm as the loss support. In that case, Bitcoin could relief rally into the moving average next week, potentially to flip it into new resistance. This sort of turn of technical events could precede additional downsides. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst and quoting Mikhail Van Day Pop. Mayday, mayday. Total market cap is beneath the 200-week moving average and exponential moving average. Needs to get back above $1.04 trillion during this week to avoid further downwards momentum for crypto and quoting Dan Crypto Trades, uh, actually Credible Crypto, he's also still insisting that a $40,000 price action is on the way, saying that 40000 is a magnet and quoting him here, if bag holders dumped at the bottom and then only sell pressure above is from short-term traders and profit takers, that's not enough to stop the major impulse of move in its track for longs. Expect major resistance levels above to get melted through a lot faster than most are expecting. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week, Bitcoin runs the gantlet ahead of massive macro week. Now quoting Dan Crypto Trades on Crypto Twitter. Monday, deadline for Binance and Binance US to respond to the SEC's application for temporary restraining order. Tuesday, motion for temporary Binance US restraining order hearing. We have the Hinman Docs release for XRP and CPI data release. Wednesday, US rate decision and FOMC statement. Thursday, the ECB rate decision, jobless claims and retail sales. And then Friday is the Eurozone CPI. So a very busy week for crypto amongst us. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, the Bitcoin fundamentals to the moon. That's right. This week, as with almost every week this year, the network difficulty and hash rate are aiming for new all-time highs. And you know what they say, Bitcoin price proceeds the hash rate. Hash rate is already higher than ever, according to some estimates, while difficulty will increase by approximately 2.5% on June 14th, which is Wednesday this week. This will take it past $53 trillion for the first time. Let's freaking go. I cannot wait. And aloha to the entire crypto fam joining us right now in the live chat. Data from monitoring resource BTC.com confirmed that network fundamentals are in up only mode despite the Bitcoin price pressures with 2023 only seeing three difficulty reductions out of the total adjustments. Quoting them here, Bitcoin hash rate will not stop growing. This is insane. Mining is ruthless. Free market competition in its purest form. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on, according to crypto analyst Philip Swift, the Bitcoin miner difficulty just made a new all-time high, an increasingly challenging environment for underperforming miners. Difficulty now at 51.2 terahashes. Let's go. This is equivalent to 381 quintillion guesses attempted every second to solve the block puzzle. Not too shabby. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week, whales boost the Bitcoin exposure during the recent altcoin sell-off. That's right. As Cointelegraph reported, the largest class of whales have diverged from the rest of the investor base since May, accumulating while others distribute their BTC. BTFD, you already know, fam. With alts tumbling at the weekend, the whales appeared to take the opportunity to increase rather than decrease their Bitcoin exposure. As altcoin madness has ensued, they are quietly as a bullish divergence between Bitcoin accumulating whales and falling price with whale holdings moving up by 1,000 BTC per day while the prices fall, there is reason to believe a strong rebound can occur. So there you have it. Let me know if you are currently bullish on the King Crypto and how many of you took advantage of this recent dip. Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's Tether CTO clarifying the billion dollar USDT mint on Ethereum is specifically for chain swaps. That's right. 
Tether minted a fresh batch of a billion bucks worth of its Tether stablecoin on the Ether blockchain today, June 12th. The latest billion-dollar mint for the stablecoin issuer comes within two months of its latest mint on April 21st. That's right. Chief Technology Officer Paolo took to Twitter to clarify the latest USDT mint as part of what the firm calls an inventory replenish on the Ethereum network. The latest issuance, however, won't impact the overall market cap of USDT since the latest minting is an authorized but not issued transaction, as he outlines here. Now, a chain swap is a process traders use to transfer digital assets from one blockchain to the next. This procedure allows traders to access other supporting blockchains for the crypto they hold, letting them utilize their digital digital assets on multiple blockchains. He explained that Tether periodically works with different crypto platforms to help them rebalance the USDT liquidity across the various blockchains. For example, if a crypto exchange has a surplus of USDT liquidity on the Ethereum blockchain and a deficit on the Tron blockchain where it needs to process withdrawals, the exchange will chain swap its Ethereum-based USDT to the Tron blockchain. Tether has minted now over $16 billion in new USDT in this year with its current market cap at more than $83 billion. The USDT market dominance touched new highs in 2023 as other stablecoin issuers struggled due to regulatory and banking crisis in the United States. For example, the Circle issued USDC coin, the second largest stablecoin by market cap, was on the verge of taking over USDT as the largest stablecoin last year. However, the prolonged crypto winter and banking contagion in the U.S. significantly affected USDC's market confidence in 2023. So there you have it. Which stable coin do you trust the most and are most likely to use? Let me know in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's break down these European conflicts, shall we? What is happening right now, the Bitcoin community in Europe continues to be a voice in combating social problems affecting the continent, according to podcast host Eric Dale, the founder and CEO of the Northern Lightning Conferences, which hosts several Bitcoin events across Europe, believes the continent's Bitcoin community is fostering ideals that will be crucial to address ongoing conflict situations, as well as social issues. Quoting him here, Europe is a continent that faces challenges of war, of migration, of government overreach, and a lot of people see Bitcoin as a way to get out of Europe, as a form of exit. And I'm here to say the Bitcoin is also a voice. And that's right. Bitcoin is the exit valve to exit the matrix. I love that. War remains a concern for the Bitcoin for breakfast pot hosts as the Ukrainian-Russian conflict rages on. While nation states battle against each other, Bitcoin proponents also face an uphill battle in their campaign for the adoption of the decentralized financial tools. Quoting him here, I don't think the battle for decentralization with Bitcoin will be any different. I think there will be parallels to it. We can probably look at the reformation and the very shaky compromises which led to religious religious wars and civil strife. It was a velvet revolution here in Prague that shows us just how peacefully we can throw off a seemingly entrenched and corrupt system like fiat or communism. Preach. Now, regulation of the crypto space has seen a major talk or had been a major talking point across Europe for the past two years with the European Union taking steps to develop comprehensive regulatory framework in the industry. Now, as you know, in the United States, there is still no clarity. We can thank the SEC and Chairman uh, No Clarity Gary for that. And with that being shared, now for the latest from CZ, the Binance CEO, who just recently came out to dispel some FUD. Then we'll discuss the latest with trading for crypto in Russia. 
as well as Max Kaiser's newest and latest and greatest $1 million Bitcoin price prediction and the latest with Bitcoin mining and volcano bonds. And then we'll dive into some live uh, Q&A. So here we go. Uh, while data suggests crypto assets have been flowing out of centralized exchanges at an accelerated pace over the last week, Binance CEO CZ argues it may not be as bad as it appears. We shall see. Leading analytics platform Nansen and DeFi Llama have all measured increased exchange outflows from Binance over the past seven days after news from the SEC lawsuit against the firm hit the airwaves. According to Nansen, there have been a net outflow of $2.36 billion from Binance over the past seven days, along with $123.7 million flowing out of Binance US. DeFi Llama reported an even larger figure of $3.35 billion in outflows from Binance, while Glassnode data shows the exchange's balance haven't declined 5.7%, which is around $1 billion over the past seven days. However, in a recent June 10th Twitter post, CZ argued that some exchange outflow data can be skewed as some third-party analytics measure change in assets under management as outflow, which would include times when the crypto prices decline, as CZ points out right here on crypto Twitter. CZ instead claimed the firm's outflow over the past 24 hours on June 9th was around $392 million, which pales in comparison to the $7 billion in one-day outflow that was recorded last year in November around the time of the FTX collapse. CZ continued to explain that large inflows and outflows are perfectly normal during times of volatility. Quoting him here, some even only measure outflow, not inflows. On a sharp price movement day like today, many arbitrage traders move a lot of funds between exchanges, usually exponentially more than on normal days. And since the SEC's lawsuit against Binance and Coinbase, which was on June 5th and the 6th of last week, the total crypto market cap declined by 7%, which is more than $80 billion, according to CoinGecko. And then also, as reported, the decentralized finance volume surged more than 400% following the twin lawsuits targeting the centralized exchanges. So there you have it. All I know is this. If you currently have any crypto on the exchanges, I would remove it immediately as not your uh, keys, not your coins, especially if it's sitting on Binance, Binance US or Coinbase or any of the exchanges in general. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, remove your crypto or forever hold your peace. And with that being shared, fam, now for the latest news coming out of Russia, the Russian banking giant Spurbank getting into crypto trading. According to a release, the bank will begin providing crypto asset services to its customers this month. Let's go. This exciting new phase in the bank's continuous foray into crypto is expected to take place in the coming weeks. In particular, the financial institution will soon permit customers to trade Bitcoin as well as other cryptocurrencies. Now, Spurbank's deputy board chairman said the bank is prepared Prepared to launch its crypto-related services, customers can purchase, sell, and trade digital goods. And soon, the bank will begin issuing digital financial asset transactions. That's right. Now, check it out. Quoting them here, if we're talking about consumers, then we anticipate that this feature will become available to them sometime in June during the second quarter. People will be able to trade and trade digital financial assets, so swap money for goods. Now, the Moscow-based Spur Bank is Europe's second largest financial institution, hence why there's such a pretty big deal. It hoped to release an Ethereum-compatible DeFi platform back in April, but has since pushed back its debut to June. Tokens would be issued, smart contracts would be developed, and the bank's commercial and retail banking services would be integrated. SureBank believes in its uses of blockchain systems. The bank's investment arm Spur Asset Management announced plans to introduce Russia's first exchange-traded fund based on blockchain technology in December of 2021, and the bank's vice chairman outlined the positive effects of the change. More money could be brought into the bank by investors who are interested in the crypto market. And on the flip side, the bank also implemented new assets 
assessment features. The purpose of this is to change and facilitate financial transactions involving digital assets. And I'll leave you with this quote. We must ensure that everyone has the chance to use these services at the close of quarter one, 2023, or at the start of quarter two, 2023. At the latest, Spur will offer the opportunity. So let's go as Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect around the world. And with that being shared, now for the latest bold predictions coming from Max Kaiser surrounding the Bitcoin price action and the latest with the Bitcoin volcano bonds in El Salvador. And then we'll dive into some live uh, Q&A. Massive shout out to uh, Max Kaiser. Now check it out. He was recently interviewed and asked, how will Volcano Energy's investment in the country be executed? Max responded, the seed capital of $250 million will go on the path of geothermal energy. And while it comes to that, wind and solar energy will be worked on first. The infrastructure is already in Metapon. Everything is assembled. We have been actively building. The wait is over. To get to the geothermal project, it would take four to five years to make it work. But meanwhile, the solar and wind project will be built and should be operational within six to nine months. And also ask what will be the benefits of the mining project in the El Salvadoran economy. Uh, now, the project represents self-sufficiency of the country because we will mine Bitcoin by ourselves in El Salvador. It gives us geographical importance for the Bitcoin network. The idea that El Salvador is a large mining center allows jobs to be generated in the area, raising the gross domestic product and benefits of the country. Countries around the world are beginning to accumulate and mine Bitcoin as the world of fiat money and central bank disintegrates. With the benefit of President Nigel Bokele's new laws, such as making Bitcoin legal tender, we have the ability to lead the world and argue become the richest country in the world. Volcano's energy mission is to make El Salvador the richest nation on earth. Bitcoin is the new oil and El Salvador will be the Saudi Arabia of Bitcoin. And here's another very bold prediction. By 2030, the market capitalization of volcano energy and the GDP of El Salvador will both reach $50 billion as we expand geothermal mining and then the price of Bitcoin skyrockets to $1 million per coin. It is a mathematical certainty. I love Max Kaiser's conviction and he continues, this country will be debt-free by 2030 with Bitcoin and geothermal, Bitcoin mining. And when asked what is the long-term vision with the mining project, Max responded, El Salvador will have the largest Bitcoin mining project in the world. We will start with 241 megawatts, but the idea is clearly to increase it to 5,000, 10,000, 15, or even 20,000 megawatts. The main source over time will be geothermal and the country is rich in it and we will use this resource. One of the main things that drew us to El Salvador was the potential for Bitcoin mining with geothermal energy. Globally, 52% of Bitcoin mining is already done with renewable energy because it is much cheaper. Bitcoin solves emission problems. Bitcoin is the cleanest industry in the world and promotes peace, unlike the fiat money industry, which is the most damaging to the environment and promotes violence. Now, will the company hire Salvadoran talent? Well, he went on to share that the team uh, is Jose Lopez, the CEO of Volcano Energy, a Salvadoran who is a pioneer for the Bitcoin mining. He worked on a large mining project project in Norway and is one of the best mining experts in the world and returned to El Salvador under the leadership of President Bukele. And he continues, the company will look for the best talent available in the country. Hundreds of jobs will be created at the start of the project and thousands of jobs over time, depending upon the progress. We are going to train Salvadorans, but there are already engineers in the country who develop mining with geothermal energy and specialists in construction and energy. There is a good talent. And what will your role be of the company? My role as CEO is to raise money and develop the architecture of the business model. This is an investment with 
compound interest, that is, part of the profits will be reinvested into mining and increasing the megawatts. Usually, mining industry is based on over-indebtedness. That is a problem or become a problem, and we are not using leverage with debt. It is through shareholder equity. 23% of the profits will go to the Salvadoran government, 27% to investors, and 50% is reinvested in mining according to the Kaiser Rehash function owned by the company. It is called that since I developed the idea and made it a part of the business model. And we are the only mining company in the world that does it this way. The effect is that a composite function is created that increases the hash rate like any composite function. This is the concept that is common in finance, but I determined that it could be used effectively in the mining industry as well, not only to increase the hash rate, but also to reduce the volatility. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Max Kaiser's whopping $1 million price prediction by the year 2030, along with the market cap of Volcano Energy and the GDP of El Salvador both reaching $50 billion? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.